Let's open our Bibles tonight to Mark chapter 4, 35 to 41. I'll read it from the Passion Translation. Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. It says, Later that day after it grew dark, Jesus told his disciples, Let's cross over to the other side of the lake. After they had sent the crowd away, they showed him, showed off from shore with him. As he had been teaching from the boat, and there were other boats that sailed with him. Suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious tempest rose with violent winds and waves that were crushing into the boat until it was all until it was all but swamped. But Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting on cushion. Everybody said Jesus was calmly sleeping. Praise God. You are calm now. So they shook him awake saying, Teacher, don't you even care that we are all about to die? Fully awake, he rebuked the storm and shouted to the sea, Hush, come down. All at once the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. Then he turned to his disciples and said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you, haven't you learned to trust yet? But they were overwhelmed and with fear and awe said to one another, Who is this man who has such authority that even the wind and the waves obey him? Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight there is a small thought, a small or simple word. Maybe some of the things you already know it, but just, just go through it and ask the Lord to do something with it. Amen. If you want to title this word that came into my heart, you know, last night was grace for gray areas of our lives. How many of you need grace for gray areas? Praise the Lord. Amen. How many of you know Jesus chose people who had gray areas in their lives? Hallelujah. Jesus never called anybody perfect. He always called people who had gray areas in their lives. And as they started walking with the Lord, He perfected them. Hallelujah. Including a father Abraham. He was a liar, a big liar. The Bible says in Genesis 12, 11 to 13 and Genesis 21, Sarah, he was his wife. He, because for his own sake, because, to, because that he was... Afraid that uh, Philistines or people will kill him if he would say that uh, Sarah was his wife, he was, she was very pre pretty and beautiful. The people, he, you know, he for his sake, isn't, a, isn't it a very selfish man? Not even for Sarah's sake, for his sake, he would ask uh, Sarah to tell, You are my sister. So here is a gray man. It all starts a father Abraham lied. Abraham Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yet he became the father of faith. So we all have gray areas in our lives. Praise the Lord. He will perfect that concerns our lives. Even when I come to church, I see people with gray areas. Even in my own life. When I sit before the Lord, I said, Oh Lord, I need to change in this area. I need your grace. Look at the disciples God called. Matthew was a tax collector. He had a problem with mammon. Peter was unstable as a reed. If you want to look at Peter, unstable. John and James wanted position. Judas was a thief. Thomas was a doubter. Nathaniel of Cana trusted his friends in John 20. He was one of the people who went out with the backsliding Peter instead of listening to Jesus. Andrew was despised the humble beginnings. He forgot how God used in the initial days. Philip was intellectual. Bartholomew forgot his calling. James, the Tadevus, asked the Lord, one of those people who said, don't you care in the storm? Don't you care? Simon the Canaanite was one of the people who could not cast the demon because of unbelief. So the, all the disciples had some gray areas or not. Even tonight as you're listening, you will see, oh my God, I'm learning about finances, but can I receive it? Because I see more than God's blessing, I see my gray areas. But tonight I want to teach you how God's blessing can enable you to overcome the gray areas of your life. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. All his disciples left Jesus in the crucial moment of his life. So all had gray areas. Some of us in a practical way look at after Friday and Sunday, after the weekend is over, we say all the gray areas in our lives. Praise the Lord. Maybe last 10 days was like heaven. Everything was praying, praising, fellowshipping, breakthroughs, testimonies. And here 10 days are over. Samosa is gone, cakes are gone, and all the gray areas are showing up. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that old anger, that flesh is showing up. Praise the Lord. Frustration, that worry, the fear, the old sort of tensions. And I said, oh my God, all these 10 days I sat, here is again. Imagine when God called Paul, Apostle Paul, he was a murderous soul. And God, even before he changed, he said, you are a chosen vessel of mine. Even before he was Paul, Bible says he preached the gospel. So even the gray areas did not stop, from stop God from using people. Because later God knew he could bring glory through their lives. Only way that God could bring glory is, was a, is was when a murderer would end up being the gospel preacher. Uh, that is the only way that God could bring glory to his name. Praise the Lord. Every one of us have gray areas, but God won't give up. God won't stop using us. Bible says in Philippians chapter 2, 13 and 14, he works to his will and for his good pleasure. Hallelujah. He keeps working in us so that the devil won't get the glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What is gray area? To be perfect with the dictionary, gray area means an intermediate between two mutually Ex exclusive states or categories where the doubt between the two is fuzzy. It exists in a gray area between legal and illegal. A topic that is not clearly one thing or the other, that is not open to interpretation. To make it simply, you are either here or there. <laughs> How many of you are here tonight? I am either here nor there. Some gray areas are there. Hallelujah. Let's look at the passion, passion translations again. I would look at, again, Mark 4 and verse 30. Three important things to know. We are out of the gray zone. How do we know from this passage of scriptures that we are out of the gray zone? The number one thing that has come to our notice is, When will you know that you are out of the gray zone? The Passion Translation says, when he rebuked them and he said, haven't you learned to trust him yet? Amen. Why are you so afraid? Haven't you learned to trust him yet? You know, that gray area does not have power in your life. God is still working. When you come into a trusting attitude. Haven't you learned to trust him yet? Hallelujah. In other words, no matter what, I will trust him. No matter my, what my situation is, I will trust in his promise. No matter what the position of Jesus is, he might be sleeping, he might be silent, I will trust him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He might not be working. My marriage is not coming through. My ministry is not revealed. My promises are not come through. My prophecies are not yet. I'm not walking under the divine blessing of God. Looking at my circumstances, I will trust him yet. Because he said, let's cross over to the other side. Maybe I don't have a testimony as yet, but I will trust him for a testimony. I will stir him with my trust to give me that testimony. Praise the Lord. But to put it colloquially, I will poke him with my trust to get me at the testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. By grace. I said, Lord, I want it. Hallelujah. I trust him. Look at Isaiah 26. What does trust mean? Isaiah 26, chapter 3. The book of Isaiah, chapter 26. 
I know you know the scripture. Verse 1 says, we have a strong city. God will appoint salvation for all walls and bullocks. So salvation has come. Salvation is for walls. How many saved people here? How many of you know it's a big wall around you? How many of you know the church is a big wall? You're protected in that wall. When you are saved, you're protected from every demonic networks. You have authority. You are saved. It's a wall. You understand that that itself will make you secure. That itself will cause you to come to the church of God. It's a wall. Number two, it says open the gates. That the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. In other words, saved people have spiritual realm. Open the gates speaks about God is opening up spiritual realm. How many of you know? Atmiya talangala. Ni kairate atmiya talangala. Spiritual realm. One of the spiritual realm you can look in the Bible is Abraham was sitting in the hot sun and angels coming to visit him. It's a realm. How many of you know angels will come to visit you? That's a spiritual realm that you can walk into. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Malaha Maribana Sandrasikina Admiya Talon. Praise the Lord. Ninda Avishavaita. Hallelujah. Coming with your promise, coming with your set time. In the Samet, in the Sambovikim, in the Parina, or you're up with a realm. This time, next year, this will happen. There is a realm like that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, just because you move into that realm, verse 3 says, your realm is opened. But as you waiting to, for the promise to manifest or manifestation or change to come, number 3, it says, how to get into that realm or how what is your attitude as you wait on it to manifest you shall keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because he trusts in you trust is the way keep trusting is the way to enter into these supernatural realms praise the lord devate asrayikunna origa maatrame namakku aatmiya talathilekku irangan pettullu Every time that you come into a meeting like this, the devil is, to, is attacking a trust in him, a confidence in him. Every one of us believe. Trust is the next step to believe. Everybody is here because you believe in the Lord. But trust is having the attitude of confidence. Even things are not working. Even things are happening against what I believe. I still trust in him. Oh. Praise the Lord. That's what Habakkuk has. Yet I will trust in him. Even everything that I'm looking at is against what I believe. Yet I will trust in him. A yet trust. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then it goes on to say, proud. The lofty say, I mean, he brings down the dwell on the high. The lofty city, he lays low. I'm not going into it, but simple pride and trust cannot work together. Pride and lofty and trust won't go together. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to be humble. Humble people only trust the Lord. But no, we are out of that gray zone or we are moving out of that gray zone is when we learn to trust in Him no matter what. Hallelujah. Number two. How do we know that we are moving out? I'm again reading from Romans chapter 16, verses 19, from the Passion Translation, Romans chapter 16. Hallelujah. Verse 19th verse, it says, I am so happy when I think of you, because everyone knows the testimony of your deep commitment of faith. So I want you to become scholars of all that is good and beautiful. And stay pure and innocent when it comes to evil. And the God of peace will swiftly pound Satan to a pulp under your feet. And the wonderful favor of our Lord Jesus Christ will surround you. He's saying, everyone knows the testimony of your deep commitment of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two is your deep commitment. Everybody said deep commitment. Aarathilolla commitment. Alangil asrayam. 
ആശ്രയമല്ല ദൈവത്തോടുള്ള ഒരു 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 കടപ്പാട് അമേൻ ഡീപ് കമ്മിറ്റ്മെന്റ് എന്ത് സംഭവിച്ചാലും എനിക്കറിയാം എത്ര പേർക്ക് ഇവിടെ അകത്ത് ഉറപ്പുണ്ട് നിങ്ങൾ എന്താ വിശ്വസിക്കുന്നതെന്ന് Most of our storms, our circumstances will actually teach us actually what we are. What we believe. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Past years back, you know, 15-20 years back, asked one question. It says, I am teaching you what I believe. What happens tomorrow if I leave faith? Will you also leave faith? Pastor, I don't have faith. I don't have faith. Then only you will realize what you believe. Hallelujah. Let that never happen. But what do you actually believe? For with the heart man believeth and with his mouth confession is made unto salvation. So only if you believe it in your heart, you will know what you are speaking. Everything that you are speaking determines what is fixed in your heart. If you are speaking to me, you will know what you are speaking to me. You will know what you are speaking to me. most of the times when we speak we know this person is not fixed in what he is believing he is not fixed in love he is not fixed in compassion he is not fixed in increase because there is too much of doubt in him mark 11:23 everybody knows if you say to this mountain if you command this mountain to uproot itself without doubting in your heart നീ മലയോട് കൽപ്പിക്ക എങ്ങനെയാ സംശയമില്ലാതെ നീ വിശ്വസിച്ചതുപോലെ നീ സംസാരിക്കുന്നു എപ്പോഴും ബട്ട് ഇഫ് യു സേ അയ്യോ ഇതൊന്നും സംഭവിക്കത്തില്ല ഈ പത്ത് കൊല്ലം പത്ത് ദിവസം എല്ലാം കേട്ട ചുമ്മാറ്റ്ഡി most of the times that you will listen to testimonies maybe last week you you learned a lesson if you were attentive they said this friday i was listening to this word and that word spoke to me and i believed in my heart that was for me and that word has healed me and i was healed praise the lord why can't you do that every friday even when you don't have a sickness believe no believe in your heart Hallelujah. Are you with me church tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed should be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So first is trust Second is deep commitment. Third is 
what you believe in your heart. Amen. When you read the message translation of Romans 16, 19, I read the passion translation first. The message translation speaks about something. It says, so while there has never been any question about your honesty in this matters, I couldn't be more proud of you. I want you also to be smart, making sure every good thing is the real thing. Don't be gullible in regard to smooth talking evil. Stay alert like this. And before you know, the God of peace will come down on Satan with both feet, stomping him to the dirt. Enjoy the best of Jesus. Hallelujah. In other words, they are saying, that word is saying, be real. Be real. Every good thing is the real thing. Be real. Good thing, be real. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, be real. Be alert to be real. Amen. We have to be real. Hallelujah. Real. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Then you enjoy the best of Jesus. Real people enjoy the best of Jesus. From gray areas, we need to ask the Lord to bring us to reality. Praise the Lord. The more gray areas, hallelujah, praise the Lord, leaves us, you will realize that you are entering into different realms. The best realms. So that's why we need grace. Amen. Hallelujah. Step to get out of these grace areas. What are the steps to get out of these grace areas? Number one, no secretive areas in your life. No secretive lifestyle. Grace brings transparency. Hallelujah. Grace brings? Just imagine uh, all your life I'm saying that. I was from Pastor Chako from Kanjarapalli, Kerala. Today you realize that I'm not from Kerala, from Arabia. I'm not Chako, I'm Sultan. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was not real. I was not transparent with you. Some people are like that. You think they're, eh? This buddy. Tomorrow he'll know that buddy. <laughs> Your resume is wrong. We are not transparent. We are not that which we say we are. Be open to Jesus. Be transparent. Don't make the mistake of Adam and Eve because secrecy attracts demons of wrong seed. One of them, see, I was amazed when I read through the scripture. The blood of Jesus covered them. Forgiveness came to them. But still they brought forth Cain. How? Because while they were secret, while they were in secrecy, hiding behind the fig leaf, hallelujah, there was a negative seed that fell on them. Although they received the forgiveness, the negative seed did not leave them. Praise the Lord. They have received the forgiveness, but the seed was completely did not. Forgiveness. That negative seed that was produced during their secrecy brought forth Cain, a killer. A religious fanatic for his religion would kill Abel. Wow, you know where the religious fanatics coming from. Hallelujah. I will say in the last days, people who kill you will think that they are doing a good thing. All came from Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. Secrecy, I have seen practically. Secrecy, I've attracted wrong seeds. Even while I've counseled people, counseled couples and brought them out of their secret lifestyle into under forgiveness, I've still had to pray through, counsel them again and again because those negative seeds that has fallen into them, according to Mark 13, the Bible says, while the men were sleeping, enemy put a wrong seed. Hallelujah. While they were prayerless and not under the grace of God, enemy came and put a wrong seed. You can still see the seed inside of them is resisting what they are speaking. 
how do i know that somebody is completely free when they come out of a negative lifestyle wrong habitual sins how do i know they won't resist if the gray areas without knowing them there are still seeds in them will resisting what i speak resisting the word of god resisting the grace of god hallelujah transparency breaks it when the young son came to the father he was transparent hallelujah be transparent before god if you had a girlfriend before your marriage don't take time to tell your wife about now that's not what i'm saying be very hallelujah be transparent before god be accountable say lord i'm so sorry i don't want to be foolish and to uh, you know hallelujah god forgive them but some fig leaf mindset never left them that's what happens look at psalm 23 the real sheep they're not afraid to be transparent i am in lack i am in the valley i am before the enemy see before because the sheep is not afraid to be transparent when in lack the lord says you shall not be in want when restless i will give you green pastures when in valley i am with you when in, in when the insects are coming to irritate i will put the oil when there are enemies i will prepare the table see when you are transparent god keeps doing his stuff he does what he is good at he becomes god in your life he becomes lord in your life he becomes a supplier in your life he shows forth his grace in your life hallelujah glory to god blessed be the name of the lord be transparent number 2 Are you with me church tonight? Take a clear position in your faith. Grace brings a clear position of faith. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the context of Mark chapter 4 we read they were transparent they were said Lord awake. Till that time they were saying oh what is this Lord what is this Lord doing till they became transparent lord don't you care get up avare aaranannu kaanichu etra neram velli vishwasathinte pidakkanmare pole avade irupa pediche how many of you are like that <laughs> we act like the fathers of faith with fear especially when we start ministering and i've seen you know many times intimidating i'm telling sometimes i'm afraid to tell oh my god yesterday i spoke about faith so how will i tell the lord i am full of fear Sometimes we have to humble ourselves and say, "Oh my God!" Here the disciple says, "Hey, Lord, we don't have faith. Help us." <laughs> Then the Lord got up. You transparent, He gets up. Number two, take a clear position in your faith. Mark chapter four starts with saying, "Hearken, hearken, hearken." not stubborn hearken the entire chapter starts before the storm comes lord is speaking about the parable and he says hearken the key thing is hearken he was teaching the disciples and said hearken keke nee onnu kete nee onnu kete look at somebody and said hearken nee onnu kete praise the lord nee onnu orangike nee onnu stubborn aayike nanu parne be hard hearken the key thing to always get out of gray areas hearken hearers of the word before you have to be a doer of the word you have to hear of the word hearken hearken to the word revelations to all the churches what is the first thing they say if anybody has ears let him hear what the spirit has to say to the churches hearken hear which means hearken is the first step hearing is the first step to any revival nee onnu kete ed abhishekathinum ed unarvinum etto aadithe avasham kekka sabagalodu parne parishuddhaalpa parayna kekka lydia heard paul lydia pastor paul ne kettu avale hrudayam thornu hallelujah 
ദൈവത്തിന്റെ ദൂത് ഇറങ്ങി ബൈബിൾ സെസ് ജീസസ് വാസ് ടീച്ചിംഗ് ദം but they have been they got in the storm because they had not taken a clear position in their faith and that will delay your breakthrough though they heard in mark 4 they got themselves in the storm struggling in the storm storm comes to everyone why they were struggling they did not take a clear position in their faith kaatellarkum varum avar endu konda avarkada aadiyathu avara vishwasathile കറക്റ്റായിട്ട് ഒരു പൊസിഷൻ എടുത്തില്ല പ്രൈസ് അലോട്ട് ഫോർ എക്സാമ്പിൾ യു ബിലീവ് ഇൻ ജീസസ് എല്ലാവരും യേശു വിശ്വസിക്കുന്നു ബട്ട് വിൽ നോട്ട് പബ്ലിക്കലി ടേക്ക് എ സ്റ്റാൻഡ് ദസ് എ ഗ്രേ ഏറിയ ദർ ഇഫ് യു ബിലീവ് ഇൻ ജീസസ് യു ഹാവ് ടു പബ്ലിക്കലി ടേക്ക് എ സ്റ്റാൻഡ് ഇഫ് യു ഓൺ എ മീ പബ്ലിക്കലി ഐ വിൽ ഓൺ എ യു ആ മേൻ കുടുംബത്തിന്റെ അകത്ത് ചാർച്ചക്കാരുടെ അകത്ത് പള്ളിക്കാരുടെ അകത്ത് എവ്രിവേ യു ഹാവ് ടു ടേക്ക് എ പബ്ലിക് സ്റ്റാൻഡ് ഫോർ ജീസസ് വിത്ത് യുവർ ഫാമിലി പബ്ലിക് സ്റ്റാൻഡ് എനിബഡി ക്യാൻ ബി എ ക്രിസ്ത്യൻ ഇൻ ദ ചർച്ച് ഐ വിൽ ഓൺലി മാരി എ ബിലീവ് പബ്ലിക് സ്റ്റാൻഡ് മീ അതോ ഇസ് ഗ്രേ ഏരിയാസ് നമ്മുടെ അതേ കേം ടു മീ പ്രയർ ആൻഡ് സെ പാസ്റ്റർ ഐ ലൈക്ക് ദിസ് ഗേൾ ഷീ ഇസ് നോട്ട് എ ബിലീവർ ഐ ലൈക്ക് വുഡ് യു പ്രേ ആൻഡ് ടെൽ മീ ദറ്റ് ഷീ ഇസ് ദ ഗേൾ ഐ സെഡ് ഷീ ഇസ് നോട്ട് ദ ഗേൾ അല്ലെ വുഡ് യു അഗെയിൻ പ്രേ ഇഫ് യു ഓൺലി സെ ഐ വിൽ ഹാവ് പീസ് I said, according to the Bible, she is not. But for your peace, go and marry her. <laughs> Hallelujah. You have to be a clear position. People know about tithes, but not completely wants to obey it. Yesterday, somebody called me. Somebody was watched from, one full family watched from Kerala about uh, 10 days. and i said to yesterday morning said i want to tithe pastor but by the end of my you know end of my business the only money that i have is the money that i'm supposed to tithe because he tithes at last so i said if you tithe first then by the end of the month you will have more than enough i know but i can't not a clear stand not a clear position people know about marriage principles in the bible yet they fight not a clear st- fighting is not a clear stand fighting every day means that you have not taken a clear stand for your marriage institution i am not speaking about monday or two day fights but fighting every day fighting every week that means that you have not understood the institution of marriage please it's not a clear stand that god say dwell with your wife with understanding fighting once a week because she is a weaker vessel i mean angane vallam ketrundo there are gray areas in all the marriages but it has to change i do amen onum parayunnillallo pass itra neram kolappu illayirunnu kottayam kanirappalliyilekke karyam parayumbe samadhanamayirunnu everybody becomes silent when the word is to them they know church is their home sabha veedana nariyam anna pala sabhagalil odi nadakkum പല ദൂതം കേട്ടോണ്ട് നടക്കും പല പാസ്റ്റർമാരെ കൊണ്ട് പ്രാർത്ഥിപ്പിക്കും ഞങ്ങളുടെ സഭ പെട്ര ചേർച്ച് ഇസ് അവർ ചേർച്ച് 
But of, ah, 10 days after Pesta Church, that 10 days happening in the South Parade. I will go there. Uh, then after that, 10th uh, uh, happening in Charles Ground. I will go there. Sabene Kurcha, you are not clear. You don't understand what being rooted in the church is about. Praise the Lord. Pinne silent I will Praise the Lord. You have to be clear to be fruitful. Those who are planted in the house of God. You have to say, this is my church. Hallelujah. Not like the older son. When there was a problem with the family, your son, his brother, your son. Pastor, pastor in the church, Hey, pastor, the church. Itra naal jangada church ayirnu. Praise Allah. Hallelujah. People know about holiness is important. Without holiness, nobody will see God. But when they say grace is given to live unholy, you have not understood what grace is all about. Grace breaks the power of sin, leads us into holiness. Yes, when you fall, when you have grace, I mean, gray areas in your life, grace keep lifting you up and enable you to walk in victory. It is the antidote to sin. It's not the antidote to sin more. Hallelujah. And the Bible says sin increase, grace increased all the more. Then Paul goes on to say, does that mean that you should sin? No. Let me tell you, when grace increases in your life, the desire to sin will leave. You have to be fixed in your holiness. You are looking to get married. You cannot flirt in your offices. You cannot keep hugging your bosses and your peers and say, Oh, I am looking for the best people. You are not the best. You cannot stay overnight when nobody is there. No. And have moments and said, Pastor, I was trying to save that boss of mine. Yeah. I will have to deliver you from your boss. Hallelujah. You have to be sure in the church or in the work, in the corporate field about your stand for holiness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. My father doesn't know anything. You have to be of a clear stand honoring your parents, your in-laws. I mean, all this is because you have to take a clear position according to the word of God. Come on, church. When you have a clear position, grace will come work. When you know what you believe, grace will take you there. Where you cannot go by your power or your strength. You might be weak. Look at somebody and say, grace will take you there. Amen. Number three, from this context of the scripture, steps to get out of gray areas. Grace teaches you the principle of obedience. Everybody say obedience. Isn't it amazing? They saw the wind obeying them. The rough seas that were obeying the wind now stopped responding to the wind and started responding to the Jesus and became calm. Uh, you didn't understand that, isn't it? If the sea, the waves started responding to Jesus, became calm. How many of you know obedience becomes calmness into your lives? Come on somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tirumala. Adichondirudha Tirumala. Yeshu Varnudha Ketapol. Samadhanu Vahingila. Nii Anisaricha. Ninukka Samadhanu Veru. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The message translation says, the wind ran out of breath. 
Hallelujah. When you obey, that which is troubling you will run out of its power. Will run out of his energy. Your obedience, hallelujah, make the devil lose his energy. Oh, glory to God. How many of you think you lose something by obeying Jesus? How many of you think sea lost some of its water by obeying the Lord? Did sea lose any of the water? Or the water increased? Answer me. How many of you think by sea obeying the Lord, the Lord took so much gallons of water out of the sea? By obeying Jesus, you will only increase. By obeying Jesus, hallelujah, you are not going to lose anything. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Number C, God used the rough sea to cross over. The sea was sea had some gray areas. It was rough. How many of you rough people here? I am rough. If not for the grace. I heard T.D. Jakes other day say, say, I had to say sorry to every staff of mine every day because I'm quite a rough peace person. That brought a lot of peace into my heart. Sometimes you can be rough in the ministry because we are in a war, we are in a battle. We are battling principalities, authorities, powers, dominions and darkness. This is not the time to say all that. Hallelujah. But what you need to do is this. When the grace hallelujah, came upon those waters, he uses that gray areas Hallelujah. God uses that water which was rough for his glory. When Jesus comes to the center, sits on that water, hallelujah, rules on that water, every gray, gray areas of our lives will not remain gray. God use it for your glory. If you believe it, put your hands together. Give a clap offering to Jesus tonight. Hallelujah. The same sea that has been used, the same sea was not known for his wind in the years to come. It was not known for the how the wind used it, but it was known for how Jesus calmed it. Your life will be known for Jesus and not for what you have been, what you were in the past, not for your roughness, but for Jesus' life, Jesus' hand upon your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. Hallelujah. Steps. The Bible says Jesus rebuked them for the faith or the little faith that kind of a stand they did not take that full stand that kind of a little faith which means they wanted to go to the other side they were with Jesus yes but they had areas in their life that was not completely submitted to Jesus isn't it amazing these disciples were with Jesus but they had areas in their lives that was not completely submitted that's why fear came. Jesus said, why are you afraid? Why are you fearful? You of some version use no faith or little faith. Oh, you have not trusted Jesus completely yet. Hallelujah. Storms come, but gray areas attract storms and you will see yourself struggling in the storm where you should have supposed to have authority over the storm. You allow gray areas in your life. You are not submitted how many of you know everybody has weak areas, gray areas? It is not about gray areas. It is that which you have not submitted to Jesus. It's a problem. Jesus rebuked them. Why? Because there are areas in their life they were not submitted. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Be real tonight. Hallelujah. I end with this. An interesting question. Why still... God blesses a person with gray areas. Look at Jacob. I don't have time. You heard about, Shalon read the entire Bible to you today about Jacob. So, uh, <laughs> so you know about Jacob. But, Genesis 29-18, if I'm right, or 30-18, it says, he went to his father and said, My father, yes, he said. 
and the father is asking isaac is asking jacob one question which son are you which son are you which son are you even jacob father knows how many of you father knows your children father is asking which son are you is it the son with that gray problem is this the son with the gray area because he's saying the voices of jacob but skin the clothing looks like esau in other words have you haven't you seen when you want something appa appa your voice suddenly change when you want something from somebody praise the lord some people you know have this habit when they want to ask me something which they know that i have a chance to refuse they immediately start the pastor you have been a great blessing into my life immediately i'll check my spirit okay what is coming next <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> is it okay if i go for friends wedding and not attend sabbath message closed <laughs> i go silent <laughs> the voice is great but god now forget about isaac made a mistake but god still allowed jacob to be blessed wow 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 look at the blessing he got he has a gray areas but god not allowing isaac not to bless him god would have just opened the eyes of isaac for a minute although he was blind hey or his discernment level could have just but he never opens he still blesses look at the power of his blessing the bible says in genesis 31 the bible says god i mean laban could not hurt jacob in any way he's a cheater he's a supplanter he's a deceiver but even laban his father in law could not hurt him in any way whatever he tries still jacob is getting blessed amen isn't it amazing what a level of blessing he has avinde blessing inde level nokke aarelo avane udhrovikkan nokko pattunnilla people who are trying to hurt him can't hurt him look at the power level of blessing he is holding still that man has gray areas <laughs> now if you have a book write this down now god is still blessing him because there is a filling in god's blessing and if you don't ignore that filling it will bring you into your destined place every blessing why the blessing message every week we have to battle it in the spirit we have to battle it over the night and pray and bring forth a word of blessing over your life is because there is a filling parishuthaatmavinte oru vyaparam undu there is a filling in the blessing of god when you release a filling that will take you into your destined place hallelujah although you have gray areas in your life hallelujah the blessing will break that gray areas take you into the next level take you into the next place hallelujah your gray areas will decrease when god's blessing come and sits on you hallelujah that's why it's you have to receive it by faith and if you don't ignore it some people take it and go never change they will have a stoppage somewhere but if you keep receiving it's free because of what jesus has done for you it's free but if you don't ignore it it fills you and it takes you out that gray areas of your life be filled in the holy spirit psalms and hymns and spiritual music will replace those gray areas of your life worship and praise and thanksgiving will replace those gray areas of your life you cannot keep your gray areas when you are filled with the blessing of god hallelujah amen now he is blessing the great person and the blessings continue it will bring you into real blessing that is transformation jacob turning into israel wow 
That's the real blessing. Transformation. I like Genesis 32, 30. It says, it says, the real blessing is when you live to tell the story. He says, Jacob saw the Lord face to face and he lived to tell the story. That's the blessing. You live to tell the story. You live to tell your story. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you will go and tell people about your story in your workplaces? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? He saw in Genesis 33, 19 says, El Elohi, Israel, the mighty God of Israel. The real blessing and when you see the mighty God of Israel, He changes to a level that you are known by not what you wear, but you are known by your future. When Elohi, the God of Israel changes you, you will not be known by your past, you will be known by your future. Oh, wow. Hallelujah. How do you receive this grace? How do you receive it, this particular grace? Peter who was in the boat wrote 1 Peter chapter 2 and the 4th verse. Can somebody read it for me please? 1 Peter chapter 2 and the 4th verse and pray together. Coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious. Amen. Stone is Jesus. Amen. How many of you believe Jesus is important? But how many of you believe he is the precious stone? Everybody knows he's important, but is he precious? What does preciousness mean? There is a communion that's happening every moment of your life. That means precious. The key to come out of gray area is communion with the Holy Spirit. Wow. Amen. Communion with the Trinitarian God. Communion with Jesus through the power of the Holy Ghost. He's so precious that I will not make any decision. Everything that I do, I keep Jesus as the priority. Amen. People who have a communion with the Lord, keeps the Lord priority. I see gray areas in people. Number one, when they stop communion with God. Number two, no prioritizing. Hallelujah. Just known by priority how you choose. You know why God corrects us? When you move out of this grace. When you don't keep Jesus as the center, as a priority. He disciplines us. Jesus. He's the head of the church. Jesus. Bible says, let him have the preeminence. Jesus. The Bible says, he's the Lord over the church. Hallelujah. And if you don't take the correction, if you don't change out of your gray area, if you don't allow the Lord to work in you, a little leaven will destroy everything. If you don't keep, when the Lord asking you to change, He's giving you the grace and you don't take it, use it. Little leaven, you keep. You know Saul's story, right? Old Saul in the Old Testament. The Lord asked him to take the ark out, the the, the best of the sheep out. He kept it, he kept it, he kept it, he kept it, he kept it. The bridge that he did not burn, burned him. The very person, Hallelujah. End of the day, End of the day, Ag killed King Saul. A servant of Ag. And later, Haman to destroy the entire nation was from the tribe of Ag. Because Saul did not allow the Lord to deal with his gray areas. It became a threat to the entire nation. How many of you know, if you don't change the gray areas, it will go into the next generation. 
That's why God's grace is not just for you. It is to make sure the next generation is safe through the grace of God. I was in the orientation of Clarence High School, 104th or 105th year. And they were saying the missionaries came to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ 104 years back. They started the school with two teachers and 17 students. And because of their sacrifices, they says, now after generations, see you are able to study in a Christian school, able to read the Bible, scriptures is speaking in front of Hindus and Muslims and Sikhs and whatnot. And he's saying, see, here the scriptures are mandatory. Look at the vision, look at the grace. Now because of those people, we have the liberty and the freedom to follow our faith, a school that preaches Christianity, preaches the way and the truth and the life of Jesus. And our children could go there. And many schools like that. Hallelujah. Jesus as the cornerstone or the precious stone. Because sometimes Jesus will be straight on your face when you commune with him. Because he doesn't like gray areas in your life. How many of you know, if Jesus speaks on your face, it's okay. Amen. That's why communion is so important. Number two. Bible says, next to us, next to us. The stone. You also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house. The stone builders have rejected has become the cornerstone. You also as... Read, 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 read. Therefore, it is also contained in the scriptures. Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he who believes on him will by no means be put to shame. Next verse. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious, but to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Next verse. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. A stone of stumbling and the rock of offense. When he tells something, the number one enemy against receiving this grace is never get offended. Bible says offenses will come. Don't get offended by Jesus. When he says something you don't like, don't immediately oh. take the full counsel of God. You will not be put to shame, the Bible says. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't get offended when Jesus says something. Number three says living stones. Number three you are a part of the church of God. When you want to receive the grace, God doesn't release His grace independently of the church. You are living stones. You need to be a part of the stones. Amen. Built up into a spiritual house. You are important. You are not over important. You are important, but you are not over important. Nobody is over important. Only person who is over important in this house is Jesus Christ. All of us are important, but the one who is over important, not even the pastor, but Jesus. The Bible says, the moment ego comes in, you cannot be a living stone. You are a stone, but cannot be chiseled into fit into God's purpose and calling and to bear fruit unto God. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? It gives, God gives us the edge. Smoothen, removing the edge of our lives gives us the edge over the enemy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As a matter of fact, the Bible says it was the God of Bethel that protected Jacob from any loss or any hurt. Is it amazing? Jacob said it's a God of Bethel, the house of God, that protected him. From any harm or the loss. Sabay lola deva mana, nene ella teratilola, dusta shakti nene vidupikinada. Enda sabanya pani, pavala gobringa and a bejigatil. My church I will build, and the gates of hate shall not prevail. You cannot ignore the church of God. 
Hallelujah. Amen. How do you receive God's grace? Amen. For gray areas. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are in the church, you will offer spiritual sacrifices unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's close our eyes in prayer tonight.